Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our path to a truly wealthy life through conversations with talented and successful women and men who are designing their version of a meaningful and prosperous life. Teresa Leftenant is a certified financial planner with 30 years experience as a financial advisor and wealth coach to women just like you. She is founder of ReinventingHer.com and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Teresa is a relationship with money expert and a reinvention mentor for women who are ready to create a life that makes their heart sing and their bank account swell. CFP and Certified Financial Planner, the Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated, owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. And welcome, everyone, to Episode 57, Fast Tracking Your Idea from Inspiration to Reality. I'm Teresa Leftenant, and on this show, we support women who are pursuing their own version of a meaningful and wealthy life. Now, I've been a CFP and wealth advisor for over 30 years, and women hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can pursue their passions and explore who they are, express their inner talents, and live their personal dreams, along with the financial resources they need to do that. Now, my expert guests that I have every week, we explore seven aspects of living that wealthy life, including financial, but also physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships, and contribution and legacy. And I like to share about the inner power qualities that women can develop and the latest thoughts on pursuing a wealthy life. Now, many of you who listen to the show, you're big thinkers and big doers, just like me. And those of us who are, we seem to have this passion burning inside of us to go out there and make our mark, to change the world, to impact the people that we really care about. Now, others of you out there are just content to following a more personal purpose, making sure your children are set up for a really great life, spending time with your family, contributing to your community, and enjoying your most favorite hobbies. Well, whatever category you happen to fall into, whatever pursuit you might be engaged in at the moment, today's conversation will give you new insight and a valuable boost because our guest is an expert in connecting with creative energy. And that creative energy is always available to us. Creative energy can make the difference between whether your dreams just stay inside your head or whether you get to fully experience them in living color. (laughs) Now, most of us share this desire, this inner desire to live up to our potential, live into our potential, I like to say. And it's part of us living authentically, becoming more of who we are, experiencing more joyful life. And when we are on a journey of discovery, of figuring out what we do best and what provides that inner sense of excitement and passion, that's when our life gets really good, really juicy, when it becomes meaningful and fulfilling. And I think that's the definition of living a wealthy life. You know, I spent the first 40 years of my life just reacting to the events that happened to me. 
It seemed like I was on this roller coaster between big gulps of happiness when things were going really well and huge clashes with anger and frustration when they weren't. And it kind of felt like whiplash, going well, going crappy, feeling happy, feeling hopeless, and on and on it went. Have you ever felt like that about your life? Well, in my 40s, I began to see that actually I had more choice than I thought I did. It took some time, but I began to practice thinking about the possible outcome of my reactions to what happened to me every day. For instance, if I had a bad week at work, I would go shopping on Saturday because it made me feel better, which meant my credit card balances would be going up and up instead of down. And having increased credit card balances put even more pressure on me at work which drove me to more mall time, which kept the cycle going over and over. But once I began, I became more aware of my ability to choose. So I made a decision to figure out what I like to do instead of shopping. This also took some time. But as as I got to know more about myself, what I was really good at and what really made me excited to get up in the morning, my whole life began to change for the better. And my credit card balances began to go down. So why am I telling you this? Because what I found I like to do is learn about human potential. I did have this inner yearning to reach my own potential, but I also found it so fascinating how each person is on their own different personal potential journey. My potential is different from your potential and how we get there looks so different. And that's just so exciting for me to watch and be a part of. So I've been pursuing my own potential for many years since I figured out that it was up to me to do it. And it's made my life so great, so fascinating and exciting. And I've also had big, big disappointments and what we all like to call, quote, learning opportunities. I've also had great teachers and coaches and mentors who've helped me along the way. In many ways, as I look back over my pursuing my potential journey, every disappointment, every failure, every teacher who showed up was there to show me exactly what I needed to see at just the perfect moment. And it's good to have back looking back perspective, isn't it? Because as I continue to move forward, and pursue my potential, I can remember that today's lesson, today's misstep has happened for a good reason, and that learning from it will get me further down the road. So no more whiplash and no more big credit card balances either. So I'm so happy to introduce one of my new teachers to you today. Lori Seymour, who's an innovative alchemist, is a two-time international number one best-selling author, founder and host of the Wisdom Talk radio podcast, which I don't miss any week. Uh, She's an executive coach, international speaker and trainer, and founder CEO of the Baca Institute. Over 20 years ago, Lori was honored to receive the stewardship of a special esoteric technology that accelerates the process of innovation and creation in individuals and groups. 
Her work is particularly valuable for conscious entrepreneurs, thought leaders, product designers, company founders, because the work accelerates the time from ideation to implementation and revenue, while also opening the creator to new levels of confidence, peace, and satisfaction. That sounds so really good. That's what I want, Lori. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time for being with us today. I'm so thrilled to be here with you, Teresa. It's it's an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much. Well, it's obvious that you have some skills that aren't I, that I don't usually run across every day. So <laughs> maybe you can just start by helping us get to know you. Tell us a little bit about your work. Sure. Now that's a an, a really open ended question. It uh, is. So- I let I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that. Um, You've said a lot already, you know, about what, what about your own journey? Yeah. And um, mine has, has had some, you know, similar kinds of um, moments and pieces to that. I'd say the biggest re- connection between us is the reality that, for me, that I have always been passionate about what my potential is. Uh, Not just mine, but other people's. Right. Um, that took me first into being a psychotherapist, mm. you know, into training and doing and running a practice, because that seemed like the most likely place to start to discover what potential was and what what our possibilities were as human beings. However, um, many years into that, I found that that wasn't necessarily the case. And while mm. that was true, you know, to a certain degree. And, and the course of study that I chose was studying humanistic psychology and then teaching transpersonal psychology. Um, and those took me into those kind of outer reaches. However, there was still that place in me that was, that was yearning and seeking, looking yeah. for what I still felt. I still felt I knew there was something more. I'd look out and I'd c- compare myself to other people. And we can talk about that sometime. Um, and I felt like other people had some secret that I didn't have. Right. And what I came to understand, and I'm giving you more history than, you know, what my work is about, but what I came, well, really what I came to experience rather than just simply understand is my own inner connection. Mm. And that changed everything. And I thought that I had already done that. I thought that I had already experienced that. I had um, done so much in the way of human potential work, of Mm -hmm. therapy, of workshops and readings and classes and studying. I, I, I mean, I had been doing that for years. And the simplicity of having an, an energetic experience of opening and of being brought to, to, um, a real feeling of that connection, a, a bodily knowing mm-hmm. that I couldn't, with all my skills of self-doubt, and I bet a lot of your listeners have those skills, sure. um, I couldn't deny anymore. Mm-hmm. And then each time I'd flip back into self-doubt, I would say, well, but this feels so different. This doesn't feel like truth any longer, because what I experienced felt like truth. And so that work started me into exploring what was possible in, with energy and, and, and then more reading and more research about the nature of 
quantum physics and what quantum physics research was starting to show us. A couple of simple things around that. One is that we, we are part of a universal field and mm -hmm. everything in that field and us included is energy, everything. And that because energy moves in waves, that it's both a partic particle and waves. So because of that, what happens within me affects you on the other side of the world. Hmm. Um, what happens as I start to tap into that, that greater field of what I call the field of potentiality is that that contains everything that contains all the possibilities, all of our possibilities and all of the possibilities. However, we need to learn how to tap into that. We need to learn how to, um, because we're already connected. We don't need to do anything to get connected, but we don't act that way. We don't live that way. We live so focused on what I'm gonna make for dinner, um, what I'm gonna do next, what my business needs next, who am I gonna call, um, what happened in my fight with my partner last night, You know what my kids said. All of those things. And of course, we're still going to pay attention to those. And when we allow ourselves to spend time to get quiet, to, to meditate or whatever practice, it doesn't have to be meditation, but whatever we can do to, mm, to get quiet enough to start to feel into that quantum field, because that's the field of creative intelligence. I wrote down so many things while you were talking that I wanted to follow up on, but really okay. this field of possibilities and quantum physics, this mm -hmm. is kind of like something that's only recently has human, the human being realized that this is actually real. It's, mm -hmm. it's been talked about for, you know, the multitudes, but right. actually right. proving it and being able to see it because really that's it, isn't it, Lori? We we're it's hard for us to believe what we can't see. And, and this we can't is something see we can't right. see. Exactly, exactly. But the research has shown that um, that light and energy don't move in a straight line. And and light and energy moves in leaps and in bounds because it moves it in that way as waves, not as particles. And that's where the whole idea of quantum leaps comes in. Uh -huh. Because why should it be anything different for us? If, if energy can do that, if light and energy can, can move in that way, because we are light and we are energy, mm -hmm. it's the same for us. We can move in leaps and bounds. We don't so have is, to take a straight line. Right. So there is this aspect of science um, mm -hmm. that is making this more uh, believable. And now, because we're on the cutting edge of this, we mm -hmm. uh, and people like you, and we're going to talk about your your esoteric technology that you help people with, but but we now have the opportunity to consciously tap into it instead of ignoring it or not being aware of it. it's it it can be consciously uh, it can it can help us. Yes, yes. And, and we've always, even before all of this research supported it, mm -hmm. we did have the ability to consciously tap into it. So think about the fact that, that what quantum physics is now showing us 
are the very same things that the sages have spoken about for 2000 years. Right. So um, we have the experience, you know, those of us who have really been on the journey in whatever way we have. And I'm, I'm sure if your listeners are here, they're people that are, have been on the journey. Yes. You know, they are curious. They want to know they want, they want more. And so, you know, those are the people that, you know, that you and that's why you and I connected. Yes. Because we can, we can look at each other. We can say, Oh, I recognize you. I see you. And I, therefore I see and, me. Yes. And we have this, um, this yearning that is very, I want to talk about the yearning we have. We have to take a quick break. So when we come back, everyone, we're going to continue talking about the field of potentiality, uh, pursuing our potential, following that inner yearning. So come right back to a wealthy life for her. Feeling imposter syndrome? You're not alone. KMG Consultants reports that 85% of women experience it sometime during their careers. The truth is you have everything it takes to be clear and confident despite what is going on. Are you willing to do the work to create the life of meaning and purpose you desire? Kim Peterson overcame her own adversity and setbacks and is now the resilience and confidence guide you've been waiting for. Visit uniquelysavvy.com events to sign up for her new program, Identity Career and Life Triage for the whole you. That's uniquelysavvy.com. Teresa Leftenant has been giving advice to women about their money for over 30 years. She teaches women to talk openly about money through virtual and live talking circles, where members come together in a spirit of trust, respect, and mutual support. Reinventing Her also provides workshops, speaking events, and transformational experiences to companies and organizations. If your group would like Teresa Leftenant to speak or facilitate a reinvention topic for your women's group. Learn more at reinventingher.com. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant and my guest, Lori Seymour, who's an innovative alchemist. She's also host of Wisdom Talk Radio podcast, so make sure you check that out. Okay, so Lori, before the break, we were just getting started talking about the field of potentiality, um, how this energy field is available to us, and how you really are teaching people how to utilize it when it comes to pursuing your potential potential or bringing big ideas to life. Did I say that pretty well? You, you captured that beautifully, actually. I thought, wow, okay, she's got it. <laughs> good, good. So, so speak more about, you know, those of us who are doers and not everybody's a doer, you know, um, on the disc scale, I'm a big DI, I'm a creative and intuitive, and I'm also a doer. I just want to get things done in a big way. So I have big ideas, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, but how does that, you know, how do you help a woman like me? Okay. I have this desire. I have this big idea. Now what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a great question. 
I, I, one of the most fundamental aspects of what I teach is about what I call the inner compass. That each of us has that, hmm, I could call it a personal relationship. We, we have that inner guidance system. Mm-hmm. And that's what we usually think of as having to do with gut instinct mm. or intuition. What my work is, is about refining both of those, refining them to such a degree that it's not just like, oh, if you're on today or if you're not, you know, you might get a, a sign or you might have an intuitive hit, but to know how to be in that flow where that intuition is reliable and consistent and accessible. So that's, that's the foundation of really of everything I do is teaching people how to connect with their own inner guidance system. That's their inner compass. So you want to know it, you want to trust it, and then you want to be able to really act on it. Exactly. Exactly. You, you've taken the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's great. I love it. <laughs> we're, we're in sync today, girlfriend. We are. We are. Because if you don't know it, I mean, first it's that getting familiar with and learning about how it, how it shows up, uh, learning about what I call the feeling body. Right. That's, that's the first part. And then it's how do we sustain that awareness? How do we how do we develop that awareness? How do we sustain it? Mm-hmm. How do we start? And you said this word, trust it. How yeah. do we start to trust it? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if we don't trust it, what I've seen is that it's like the that those instincts, those those guidance nudges, they stop coming because ah. we're not paying attention. Right. And we're not, as you also said, we're not taking action. Right. So I think of it as, as listening, learning how to listen, listen within to that still small voice that we, we've heard about, mm-hmm. and then taking action, having, having discernment. Mm-hmm. Because if we, if we, one of the reasons why people don't trust is because they're scared. They get scared that, well, what if this isn't true? Or what if this doesn't work? For me, it was um, what if this is just my ego? And right, I had right. to start being able to discern the difference between my ego, which would get excited about things and might get lots of ideas between that or would doubt. That's also my ego. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, we could call it personality and, and self or source or presence, that presence within, that higher self. It's that aspect of us that does connect with that, that creative intelligence when we, when we allow it, when we are paying attention. We connect with that, and then we receive. We have to be willing and able to receive. Because if we, you know, we know, at least I know you and I know about pushing. Yeah. You know, how to, thinking we have to keep doing. Yes. And there is an active receiving, too. Not yeah. passive. Because there's nothing passive. I teach meditation and there's nothing passive about it. It really is that active receiving of what is being made available to you. So I want you to say more about active receiving. But before you do that, 
mm-hmm. I want to get a good definition about creative intelligence. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because, every, you know, I interview a lot of folks who talk about, they talk around this, this subject and using intuition and so on. And mm-hmm. um, one of the common things that happen is they jump in with say, now, you know, we could call it God, or we could call or we could not call it God, we could call it the universe. And I've always been like, why is everybody so co- worried <laughs> <laughs> about how that, you know, oh my goodness, we don't want to call it God or we do want to call it God. Could you give us your explanation? <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, um, that way of responding to that. Um, sometimes I do call it God. Yeah. I, I I experience it as God. I think of it as God. Okay. I don't always use that word. I more use the word presence. Okay. Presence with a capital P. Okay. Um, a very often, and you've heard me use this, I'll speak about it's just the energies, the way mm-hmm. I'll say the way that the energies are working with me right now, right. what's coming through from the energies, because it's not something personal. I don't personalize it. Okay. And, and then in, in the energetic realm, I really do see it. That's the, that is the creative intelligence. That's that universal field that the great physicists like David Bohm have spoken about. That field that contains um, everything, everything in potential, everything that hasn't yet become manifested. And that's a big idea to wrap our heads around. How it could is. that be? It is. However, I love the spring because I can go right outside and see it in process. Oh, yes. As I'm on my walk with my little dog, Teddy, I can see the beautiful trees and the flowers and just really relish in the gift those things are to us. Boy, don't they make us feel happy and uh, refreshed and possibilities. They bring the feeling of possibilities, at least to me. Mm, that's beautiful, Teresa. Yes, and and it does. It does, and it is true that those are the possibilities. Now, in the personal, I want to say on the personal mm, creative innovator dimension too. Think about when you get great ideas, or just think about when you're taking a shower, or taking a walk with Teddy, or you're doing something. You know, you're having dinner. And suddenly you have this kind of picture or a thought or an idea, something you haven't had before. Mm-hmm. That's like a knock from the universe. Mm-hmm. That's a knock from that field of creative intelligence. And just because it's coming, and here's, here's a caveat I want to throw in, just because it's coming doesn't necessarily mean it's because it's for you. Ah, now ooh, may be the kind of person about that. that. Yeah, if you may be the kind of person that in in my system, my creative innovator style system, you might be the creative dreamer. That, oh my goodness, you get lots and lots of ideas because you're opened up in that way. That's your your personal style and your tendency. Your work, if you're a creative dreamer, is not to get lost in space. Ah. Uh. It's to, it's to learn discernment. So coming back to that inner guidance system, coming back to that inner compass, when you learn the feeling body, when you learn how to read your own feeling body, you can start to tell 
when an idea is for you and when it's not. Ah. And you can ask. I mean, these are, you know, more, I want to say developed concepts or ideas, but you can go inside and say, like, is this for me? You might have, it may be for somebody you even know, or you may have, because you've expanded your own consciousness, you may be just picking up something that a lot of people are picking up. It's like, like the universe is dropping down all these ideas and it's the same reason why you get a great idea that you don't act on. And then you hear about somebody across the country who has done this thing and they've made a fortune and you've kicked yourself. What do you mean? I had that idea. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I heard an interview with a couple of authors who said that very thing that they both had the same idea for a particular book uh, template. And they, one of them said no, and the other said yes. And, you know, so yeah, thoughts are in the air, right? And thoughts we can catch the them. And that is that field of, of creative intelligence. Right. It's a collective field. It's not a personal field. Okay. Not personal, but some ideas are personally for you. So how do you exactly. know that? So, so within that whole experience, you are a unique expression. You're a unique creative expression of, I want to say, of God in the physical. Mm -hmm. So, and, and our, mm, our impetus and our default impetus is to create, is to continue to create and always be creating. We, we get in trouble and we stop creating. Um, and I don't mean by painting or singing a song or, but creating with life. Right. That may be making a, a beautiful dinner. I have everything prepped because we're doing this, you know, a little before my dinner time. And I know, oops, if I want to get dinner done, I'm going to chop everything up. So I've got all these cutting boards filled with my beautiful cuttings <laughs> to create something when we're done here. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. But see, you know, isn't that delightful? And, you know, for the person that I used to be, the person that I used to be who was just crabby and complaining and actually expecting other people to make my life good. Um, it's so much nicer to know that I have this creative potential to mm. do, to create a life that's great for me, even in yes. the little things like making dinner. Yes, yes, yes. And we know that, uh, Life happens in so many different ways for us. Right. And this is not to say that there aren't those times where we get so stuck, we can't see our way out. Right. And if, if, if you can be quiet enough, long enough, and trust that even though you may not see the way out, even though you feel like the least creative you know, person on the planet, that you're here alive. You're here alive and well, and you are as connected to presence as everyone else is. That relationship is there, even if you don't know it, even if you ignore it. So it's, it's a matter of um, starting to be curious, starting to get curious about that and say, well, okay, if that's true, what could that mean? And then starting to pay attention to those, those other ways that things show up. Because our, our old um, linear way of thinking that we were trained in in school, all of us, 
We were trained in in school because that was the, you know, that came out of the industrial revolution and that came out of looking to create automation and looking to create sameness. So those of us who are saying, I can't do that. Not only I can't do it, but it, it feels awful. It feels totally contrary to who I am. We, we're the ones that have been, you know, there saying, ugh, there's got to be something else. Ugh, I don't fit in. Ugh, this isn't working. And so it's in that place that we get to experience something different. We get to start to look and find something different. And that's that new wave, that third wave thinking that goes beyond that part of the brain that wants to keep us safe as if there's still the, you know, mastodons running around or the saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we just, you know, react by it from that base brain. Uh, exactly. And, you know, when I was talking about how I learned how to stop reacting and start responding, that was mm -hmm. such a big thing to yes. learn. Uh, and, and isn't it wonderful now that we can help younger people realize mm -hmm. that sooner? And then mm -hmm. once you begin to see that you have the ability to choose and you have the ability to learn and open up to your creative abilities, then that's, you know, everything becomes possible for you. I want to ask you one quick question before we go to break. And that okay. is um, active receiving, because, you know, I think we can get lazy uh, about, okay, I'm going to ask for what I should do now or, or this and that. Mm -hmm. How, what is that active receiving? Ooh, that's a great question. And I know we're going to break, so I'll try and make it short. Okay. It's staying aware. It's, it's being conscious. It's never like, um, think of, you know, the turtle on its back, just with their arms, with their legs, you know, waving in the air. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It's staying present and available to receive what you've asked for, mm -hmm. for that guidance that you've asked for. And not expecting it in a certain way or necessarily on a certain time, mm -hmm. but staying available for it. And that is active presence. Yes. Active presence is not as easy as it sounds, you know, because it does mm -hmm. require, it requires an intention, attention, but it also, you have to allow and, and, and allowing, you know, I, we're going to talk, I mean, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this and specifically about my own experience working with Lori. So we'll be right back to a wealthy life for her. Are you in a season of caring for an aging parent and feeling completely maxed out? Raina Nysis, founder of A Season of Caring, helps daughters like you who are caring for an aging parent find the balance between caring for your loved one and yourself without guilt. Visit noregrets-book.com to purchase your copy of Raina's new book, No Regrets, Hope for Your Caring Season, from your favorite retailer. That's noregrets-book.com. 
Teresa Leftenant believes that women deserve to reinvent their financial lives from avoidance and confusion to clarity and commitment by creating a wealthy money mindset and informed financial planning skill set. Without an understanding of their early money programming, women will continue to create the same unwanted financial circumstances they want to avoid. If you truly want to change your relationship and results with money, you must face what you really think and feel about money and transform it. Ready to change your mind about money? Visit reinventingher.com to schedule a chat with Teresa. That's reinventingher.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her. And my guest, Lori Seymour, is the founder and CEO of the Baca Institute. And uh, we're having a great time talking about pursuing our potential and the field of possibilities. Okay, so uh, I participated in a weekend workshop called Inspiration into Action Intensive. And I do you do that regularly. I think that's I something- I do, a few times a year, yes. A few times a year, yeah. Well, it was a weekend uh, workshop where we did a lot of um, talking about what's possible, but also mostly in meditation and mostly so that we could begin to- allow, receive, Mm -hmm. listen. And um, I took a lot of notes (laughs) because (laughs) I had so many things that came to me. And it was actually like, I'm the newbie, I'm the beginner, but I can actually do this. So (laughs) anyway, one thing I wanted to talk about is you talked about the dance of co-creation. So Mm -hmm. help us understand what you meant by that. Mm. Co-creation is everything. That's what's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. We are co-creating our life. We think we're doing it alone. We think we have to do it alone, or maybe I should say it this way. I always thought I had to do it alone. Yeah. Now that's different. There's the, there's the not aloneness where we collect others and we get help and we have a community. That's one aspect. And that's a kind of co-creation. Sure. But the co-creation that is under that is the co-creation of co-creating with that creative intelligence, with that field of potentiality. When we learn how to ride that energy and to work with it, what we're doing is we are co-creating, we're receiving, we're, we're listening, we're receiving, we're acting, we're taking act, we're creating, we're doing it again and again and again. And so you mentioned that a lot of that weekend was meditation, but it's a kind of meditation. And this is part of that esoteric technology that I work with. Um, and it's called Tereya meditation. And Tereya is, um, is both a meditation form and a hands-on way of working with energy, mm. which I also teach and initiate people into. But in this, in the Inspiration Into Action program, I am working with everybody who's in that session, who's in that program with their energy field, with their energy body. Ah. I am actively, how should I put this? Working in such a way for those energies to be opened up within you. That's what I was going to say. You're encouraging the energy. Is that it? That sounds more personal than it is. Okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's very much, I mean, I'm doing what I am guided to do. And what's happening in the way that the energies are working are, are not in my control, right? You know, in my direct, I'm not like going in and pressing these buttons. Sure. But it is akin to like the installation of an app uh-huh. in your own body, in your own energetic system, so that you start to have access to a whole other operating system than you did before. Well, I want to talk about, if we can, two messages that I received uh, during the weekend. One had to do with this radio show. And it was, uh, if you remember, it was a big one for me. It was like, don't do so much preparation for your radio show. (laughs) And of course, this this was kind of a welcome message, but I also find myself, my ego, resisting that message because, you know, I have to look smart and I have to act like I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm on the radio. I mean, we have this perception or I have this perception of who I should be. And, you know, so how do we get around that uh, ego resistance to a message that is really there to help us move forward? I mean, it's obvious that message is there for Mm -hmm. me to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yes. And here's how I would think about what it means in terms of you, as you put it, moving forward. If you want to have a deeper relationship with presence, if you want to allow yourself to be in co-creation, self, you know, personality with self, God presence, that's a real thing. (laughs) People think that that's um, symbolic or metaphoric. For me, it's very real. And so if you want to develop that, that means that's where that trust that you talked about earlier, that's where that trust comes in. So less preparation really doesn't mean less preparation. It means less preparation of the kind that you've done and more preparation to be be present Mm -hmm. and available and available for what's going to come through in the moment. So Mm -hmm. for example, I you know, we're doing this in the, we're recording this in the evening. And, you know, it's not like I said to my husband, before I came into my office, I said, this isn't my ideal time energetically. He said, he was like, looked at me like, oh, and I know it will be fine. Because once we're here, I'm here with the energies, the energies are here with me. And I think of it this way. I am nothing by myself. Ah. And I am everything in that place of co-creation. Yes. And that's not, that sounds like it could be diminishing and I don't feel diminished at all. I feel, I feel expanded and, and <sighs> the word that comes is grander with that part in that partnership. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have to do it all. And really I never have, and I couldn't do it all. Well, it's interesting because um, I feel like I was totally guided to to, uh, starting this show a year ago. And Uh of course, I have felt like I have not been alone every single time I've done the show. Mm -hmm. I have incredible energy when it gets to, you know, the time to record. So it is really fascinating how there is a through line. Uh, You know, if I'm just thinking about this show, there's Mm -hmm. definitely a lot of messages and experiences that support me trusting what I'm being shown. 
Exactly. And this is, that sounds like um, that was the next piece. Mm-hmm. That's your next step. And your willingness to go into that may mean that you feel very shaky, um, not certain. And if you can let that be okay and trust that your audience already knows that you're a rock star and that they're going to kind of go along with you as you open up to a way bigger picture of who you are, to a way bigger expression of your own potential. Which, of course, comes to the real big idea that I was given, which is why I'm, you know, working with you is I have a big idea about how much bigger this show can uh, become in terms Mm -hmm. of just taking the the passion that I have for empowering women and supporting women to grow, um, how much more, uh, how much more that could be. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm very excited about learning to tap into the creative field so that yeah. I can move in that direction of the next level of my person, yeah. you know, my potential. Exactly. And that's my, my work these days is, okay, you've got the idea. A lot of people come to me, they, they don't have the ideas. They're still floundering. But a lot of people come because they have a great idea, but they've gotten stuck or stopped or burnt out or that they have that feeling like they've got to do it now. Now they've got the idea. Okay, that was inspired. Let's leave inspiration behind and let's then you know bring the big analytical guns to bear. Right, which has been my habit and you know, most of my life because I'm in a kind of a technical field, um, right. you know, be helping people with their money. But uh it's true that I do find that I am really much more myself when mm-hmm. I allow my creativity to take the lead. Yes, yes. And think of it this way is that same energy that brought you the idea. That's the same energy we want to use to actualize the idea. It, it's like, you know, they say the devil's in the details. No, let's, God's in the details. Yeah, right. And God is as interested in those details oh. as in that initial idea. And what I mean oh. by details are how are we going to fund it? How, what's the next step? Who do I need to bring in on my team? Um, I used to be a solutions engineer in the tech world, in the telecom world. Okay, and I did that highly for technical, years. highly technical, and I worked with you know Google and Intel and the military and Northrop Grumman and you know big, big, big companies. I didn't, I didn't have that background. <laughs> that was not my background, mm-hmm. but I did because I had to be so. We were always bringing new solutions into bear, and I had to go way beyond anything I knew in order to access that. It was very good training for how to do that in in the very physical, tactical, technical world. Right. So how are you in the pursuit of your potential? I mean, obviously, if you're like me, Lori, you've gone further than you ever thought you would in a direction you never thought you'd go. Would is mm-hmm. that true? Mhm. Yes. Yes, definitely. And what's next? I mean, are you Ooh, great question. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been since before the, this year started. 
there's been, um, I want to say it this way, there, there's been new frequencies in of the energies coming in and new experience of them. And, and they, and the way that um, I have been decoding those energies has brought me to creating a new program. And, uh, and this program is all about quantum co-creation. Oh. And it's the co-creation of self with self, self personal, personal self with that field of potentiality. And then it's that collective. It's what happens when you bring together a group of people who are, who are learning or already know how to connect in those ways and how is that, how are those creations that they're um, there to create, how are they potentiated? How are they exponentially made greater? Sometimes that's because people come together like, oh, you're doing that, I'm doing this. Wow, wait a minute. And there's a, there's a third element or a third idea that comes in that neither person alone could have done together, could have done alone. Well, so I can see right that, that what is next for you is just um, the expansion of more possible, more possibilities. But to have people <laughs> in there together that are growing and learning and practicing this together, um, yes. that is going to be very, very exciting, which you know I'm excited to be a part of that. So yes. I do want to give you just a couple more minutes because we are almost out of time. But, you know, help people who are listening and who might be kind of turned on by what we're saying, uh, help them get in touch with you. What what can they find on your website? I, I know that you have, well, you talk. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the first thing I'd want to say is, um, first of all, it's, it's the, the Baca Institute.com. That's B as in boy, B-A-C-A. It's a place in Southern Colorado, whole other story. We won't go there. Um, <laughs> there's a quiz called your creative innovator style quiz. And why that's so important and why I developed it is because when you know what your own unique expression is, your own unique personal style of creation, I'm not talking about being a creative, but of creation, of creating your life, then you get to align with it instead of fighting against it, which a lot of people do because we've been taught other than that. So to first find out your creative innovator style, and there's a quiz, it's free to take. If you sign up, you'll get you know, a, a whole other level of, of what that means and what you get to look, uh, look at. Um, and that's, that'll give you a great foundation. There's lots and lots of material to read. Um, I do a twice weekly live online Terea meditation, very short. Um, it's 45 minutes. It's a little talk, um, meditation time. Again, where I'm working with everybody. And then we get to share. People share their experience. And it's designed to be in the kind of in the middle of your day or the start of your day, depending on where you are, but so that you can have that ongoing experience of, of connecting in with your own inner compass. And what's exciting about that uh, biweekly event is that it's a global event, right? You have people right. all over the world that are tuning mm -hmm. into that. So there's all sorts of fun energy um, exchange and so on, and just opportunities to learn from other people. So is there one last word that you would like to leave for our listeners? 
You know what I often say when people ask that, and we haven't talked about it at all, and it's something very simple, and that's about the power of the breath. That the breath, we've talked about creative intelligence, the breath has intelligence. The breath is intelligence. It knows exactly what to do in the body. Think about it. You don't have to tell it what to do. And it mixes, it does, it's got a PhD in biochemistry. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the, you're, take a few moments, a few times a day, just to breathe, just to have that kind of settling experience within yourself of just receiving your breath, because that's the place to start receiving, is how do I breathe in? How do I receive that breath? Like just, you know, embrace it, be grateful for it. I'm breathing so that's in what right I'd love now. to leave you with. Uh, the breath has intelligence. I mean, it just, it, once you hear it, you go, well, of course it does. So mm -hmm. that's a wonderful last thought. Thank you so much, Lori, for being with me today. I uh, really, really enjoyed this and I hope you'll come back. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you, Teresa. It was just a delight to have this conversation with you and to see, to see what this is all about in your world. <laughs> yeah, it. it's good to have an experience of each other this way, isn't it? It is. It all is. right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Now, next week, we're going to have an encore episode of Jean-Vievre St. Clair. She's a hypnotherapist, and her topic is reinventing yourself after adversity by retraining your brain. So go ahead and listen next week. And then on May 4th, when I'm back from vacation, we'll have Oksana S. Esperard, well-being strategist and meditation master, who's breaking barriers in corporations by inviting executives and employees to a deeper relationship with themselves at work. So thank you everyone for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. Don't miss any of our incredibly talented guests and listen live every week at 1150kknw.com or you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. And if you enjoyed yourself, I'd be really grateful if you would share the show with your friends and family and leave a review so more people can discover us. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and Facebook under Reinventing Her and my website, learn more about working with me at reinventingher.com. My book, Reinventing Her, Helping Women Plan, Pursue and Capitalize on Their Next Chapter is available on Amazon. And finally, remember everyone, it's your birthright to be able to experience and live a healthy, wealthy, and meaningful life, and to have the financial resources you need to do that. When you engage your inner superpowers and get your financial house in order, you can overcome any challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. Thank you, everyone. See you soon. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and reinvention mentor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventingher.com.